You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to the Boss Hog Delivery Podcast. This is episode number 200 of East Central Indiana's favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. We are joined by an entire room full of people. I don't know what was caught off mic a moment ago, but Danny and Kate just figured out they said something in a room full of microphones that they weren't realizing. Uh, on my left is Dakota Davis, and I'm going to have him introduce the whole room because I'm I need a minute. Today's episode features... Uh, Everyone that you've seen on the show previously, it's all of the hosts talking and celebrating. Many of the hosts. There's a few that aren't here. This is all of them, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. (laughs) We've got, we even have, uh, we have, we've got. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Way, way bigger than I thought Chase, it was going to be. Don't look right at it and you'll be fine. Dakota looked at it. We've lost him for the show. <laughs> I thought that you were going to have like a Speedo or something on that you were joking around. Nope. No, he thought that was funnier. I'm not going to say who that is now. You're going to have to wonder. Jo- join the Patreon and figure out what voice you yeah. can hear. Zach Bertram, Jesse Riddle, <laughs> Chase Python. <laughs> Not compared to that. And Cade Coger, and then the return of the great Chris Staten. Hello. Actually, you guys don't know who that is. It's a new guy. Yeah. Check Patreon. Uh, I'm still always going to call you Guffy, though. <laughs> That's fine, boo-boo. <laughs> <sighs> it's... it's uh... Hey, this show is about our lives. We're in such a long time. We're, that was... we're, we're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. But hopefully you'll always learn something new. <laughs> Definitely provoke. <laughs> they provoked to go. That was unprovoked. <laughs> we had a sign that says the number of days since we've seen that. And now it's got to go back to zero. So, And I honestly, I thought Chase was going to be the one that was going to take us there. But it's uh, it was uh, it was not. So. Congrats, Chase. <sighs> Thanks, man. It was hard work. Wow. This is the second time Chase has been with us in the last month. This is pretty cool. Very hard. <laughs> oh, man. So Chase surprised here. us. We, he, he was not here through Patreon. He just comes walking through the door. Yep. Well, I was planning on interrupting the, the middle of the show, and I just I timed it wrong. Well, we yeah, we went a little long. Yeah. It's not like you could have the ability to watch us and know what we were doing. Did you get <sighs> some of the Patreon kick? Yeah, I, wa- I watched the whole cake? thing. Yeah, no, did you oh. get cake? No, you want some cake? No, I, I had Lee's before I came here, and I really have to shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good decision. Lee's is always the best. All right, I so, like Lee's better than Popeyes. I'm not afraid to say it. Well, we don't have a Popeyes, so it is what it is. The, the Lee's chicken uh, drive-through line tonight was backed up to Trojan Lane. It was incredible. Well, 
You know, it's the best chicken around. It's very popular. Also, and you can't go in. So no one talks about it, but Lee's also has the best honey mustard. Beats the shit out of anyone else's honey mustard. Lee's is the only chicken restaurant that I will go to and get honey mustard and not ranch. Yep. It's that good. You need a microphone, buddy. Yeah, the bonsai is good too. Yeah. Their bonsai sauce is good. (laughs) Nothing like the honey mustard. Yeah, we have some people to thank before we get uh, too far off track. Patreon.com slash boss hog of liberty. That's where you can go and sh- support the show every month, a uh, monthly donation. Those are the folks who make the uh, make sure that the bills are paid around here. We have rent to pay in the studio. We have an electric bill. We have internet to pay for. We have a uh, with the number of bodies in here. It's very warm though. We've got we've got so many. We've got a lot of things to pay for. And the folks on uh, patreon.com slash boss hog of liberty. Those are the people who make it happen. Um, you can sign up at different tiers. They start at five dollars or more a month, and you get access to a super secret Facebook group. You get access to the show notes before the show even happens, so you can follow along in real time. And then if you donate at $50 or more a month, then we promise to give you a shout out at the front of each and every episode. Those folks are Mr. Chris Lamb. I got this one. All right. The next one is Chrissy Avery. The only reason I came here today is to say this. Over the 200 episodes (laughs) we have done, Chrissy Avery Avery (laughs) still sucks ass. She's a donor. Very good, very She's, good way. She she sucks ass, and the lions <laughs> still suck ass. Hey man, they got uh, the the uh, the the pretty boy playing quarterback for him now, don't they? Sunshine. He's not even that pretty. Isn't or uh, not Sunshine? The cornerback from uh, fr- uh, Friday Night Lights or the other football movie. The Rams quarterback, yeah. Jared Goff. Yeah, he sucks. Looks just like Ryan Gosling, who played. I'd rather have Andy DB. Dalton. That's who I wanted the whole time, anyways. Not. <laughs> I read online today. Today's April first. I, I read that you guys were getting uh, the the Russell uh, Wilson. So, funny story about that, Jer. My friend, I'm working. Uh, I'm in the basement, and I don't have very good cell reception. Right. I'm listening. I'm just trying to get producer Chris to turn okay. them, turn it up. I don't he have. He forgot how to do this job. He doesn't. I don't have good cell reception, and I get a text from my friend that says, "Congrats, Chaz," because that's what my friends call me. That's my gay name in Florida, and uh, it's a picture of Russell Wilson going to the Bears. And I don't know it's April Fools, right? I'm like, oh, you're yeah, unaware of awesome. the calendar. So I'm trying to go on Twitter to see if it's actually true. But and oh, it, shit, is yeah, it snowing too. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He was like, "Hey, it's also snowing." <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't refresh Twitter. It's not refreshing. And then I get to lunch, and I was, I was very disappointed. I've called. Did they call you Chaz? That's the only thing I got yeah. out of that story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My game name you, in Florida is Chaz. I've called you Chase Python since we were like freshmen in high school. We do. Uh, we do need to also note that we did pick up another fantastic patron today. Very first week. It also with us. a gay name. Uh, <laughs> I like that one better. Mark Rutherford. <laughs> we welcome Mark. I, I know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Bad timing. And, I was talking about Chase, not. Yeah. Okay. And and we've been told that Anthony Meyer has completed his GoFundMe. He has his right. truck. He's accomplished his great dreams. So it's the end of the Anthony Meyer uh, conversation. Let's give him a round of applause. We also have T-Chip stores. Is, that's where you can get your Boss Hog Liberty merchandise. T-Chip.com slash B-H-O-L one, two, three, four, or B-H-O-L mug. Uh, the first four are all clothing. 
Uh, the fourth one is actually math. This is the last week we have to do all the links because I heard that Jesse was going to be setting us up with a oh a bitly or whatever the hell it is a, a link, like a link tree, a link yeah. tree and we're going to go straight to it. So they're all going to that's going to be taken care Can of. Can we right put next my week. OnlyFans on there as well? Oh man, how much do you charge a month? I'm not cheap. Tree fitty. Well, I mean, <laughs> is there a promo right now? <laughs> twenty bucks. You is twenty like bucks. Yeah. But if you're a Patreon member, you can get it for five. Listen, I don't know. I don't know what he puts on the OnlyFans, but I get a lot of porta potty Snapchats from Chase. <laughs> so it seems like it's probably worth it. Depends on which side. From which side of the seat is the important part. Yeah, you have a brother who is a construction worker, so I'm sure you've seen porta potty pictures. Uh, They're disgusting. They're the most horrible. Like, I also go to the Indy 500, which means I've seen some porta pots. Whenever these are different. Whenever, whenever I first started construction, you've never been to an Indy 500. You don't know the terror. I went into the porta pots for the first time on a construction job, and I thought, my God, every single stereotype about construction workers is absolutely true. <laughs> and my brother has talked about yes, like that people will just like spread stuff all over the walls, and just it's they do their best I have to a mess them up for you. Oh, sorry, you go. Sorry. Right. I, I'm new here. <laughs> Chase, this is two hundred, man. I know, I know. Two hundred. You've done like sixty. Would you rather use a porta potty when it's freezing cold out in the winter, or in the middle of the day in the summer? Freezing, freezing cold. cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. absolutely not. In, in the, are you serious? In the heat, dude. Yeah. How many times have you shit in a porta potty in the middle of? The you summer? were in Afghanistan. I, I guarantee you cold? more times than everybody here combined. <laughs> probably true. True. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you Thank one you for service. Hold on. I'll tell you this. I jacked off in a hundred degree Porta John, so sweat acts as lube. It's really nice. I mean, I thought of, I was wow, a professional, but seven forty nine. We apologize to the kids, kids are in bed. I'll take one thing. It's no, spring break. On, on Maybe super, they weren't listening. On a super hot day, you go into a Porta Pot and they're insufferable. But then, no matter how hot it is outside, when you walk back out of it, it's refreshing. It is. It's, it's does, the most bizarre thing. I mean, it's 95 like a degrees. scented sauna. It feels so good once you walk out. Yeah. But I sweat a lot anyways. So I'm watching. If I'm spending five minutes or 20 minutes in that porta potty, because most of the time I don't even go in there to poop. I'm just on my phone. I'm watching the my- live chat and it says, <laughs> this is the best part. Hey, Danny, I heard you off in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> But cold's the way to go. Or Aaron Dickens, like pre APM, difficult conversations from here. <laughs> I, uh, thanks for your service, Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we have not explained the attire. Justin Kelly is in the chat wondering why. Are we giving out awards? What's going on? <sighs> We're celebrating 200 B holes. 200 B holes. We've achieved it. We have as Chrissy many Avery sucked them all. <laughs> there's been there's as many been as many boss hog liberty episodes as Richard Petty wins. We've tied him. Uh, Next week we God. break the king's record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the entire the entire chat is complaining that it's not eight <laughs> o'clock yet, Chris. They Sorry. are very worked I'm new up. Here. They are I'm very worked up. You've forgotten the rules. You've forgotten what we do. Christopher Staten. <sighs> You're getting yelled at. Getting all right, I'm going to try box. to put just a little bit. We're going to put us back on track for just a second here. Do a little bit of story time, and then uh, and we'll see where the show goes. Vaccine update. We've been Did following you really this. Put vaccine update yeah, into I, our celebration. I stuck episode? it in there because they. Why would stuck you do that? In me today, I got my shot. I'm in right here. 
punch me right club. here. You'll punch me right here in my Pfizer, my Pfizer bone. That's all right. I got it on the left side. Did you do yours yet? No, no. You, uh, you're, you're now you're anti-vaxxer. Yeah. Yeah. You've been bragging about how you can get it anytime you want to. And now, now that you can, you're not going to do it. I just don't, I don't think I need it. So that was, the, that's the question. Danny, uh, the guy over there, uh, beyond behind the camera said, how many people in the room have gotten it? I got it today. I've, I got, oh, gotten COVID. Well, I think, uh, one Cade, Cade got the COVID. He got the Rona. And I'm still here to talk about it. I don't know what he's saying. I drank after my mom when she was contagious and I never got it. It's because you chew tobacco. <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps you from getting the worms too. So I got my shot today. Zach got his this week. Uh, producer Staten, you, you, uh, you decided to get one. Yeah, I got a text message at like 4.15 yesterday. From your personal concierge yes. down at the hospital. Yes, my, my nurse. And she was like, we have extra shots. You want one? And I wasn't going to get one, but Paige and I talked with her condition. We uh, decided that I should probably get one. So that's how it decided. And I got I got it stuck in the arm. And it hurts like a mo. Mofo. I'm not going to cut. Do you not get before eight o'clock? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you can because you can get that back now. You can reel it back in. We're reeling it slowly. You. uh, Yeah. I don't know. Had you have you had a lot of shots, Chris? You what you did your tour overseas. It's no different than those, right? Oh, I've had I've had. You had to have all kinds of immunizations for the army. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I I didn't want to get this one, so but I did. So you have to go back. That my mine is scheduled for three weeks to the day. In Rushville. So I'll get my, my next one on the 22nd. And then uh, by May 6th, I should be fully ready for any size crowd, potentially quarter million to 300,000 people uh, Memorial Day weekend. I'm ready. I'm ready to jump back in the pool. Full depth. Uh, Sarah Morrill, your wife. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with her. She sent me an invitation <laughs> on my Google calendar to, <laughs> to her vaccine appointment. She sent it to you? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we have Chase Python and Danny Anaconda. <laughs> this is going to be a very difficult show. Dakota is not going to make it. Dakota, it helps if you just don't look directly into the camera. If if you do that, you'll be fine. Just ignore. I'm not at Danny. I'm stare into the, the light. Dakota, stare into the light. <laughs> Just don't look that way and you'll be fine no matter what you do. <laughs> you'll be oh fine. God. Oh, boy, people. You know, episode 199, we had three elected officials on the show. And this shows the full range of the Boss Hargill Liberty podcast <laughs> that, that you also oh get God. you get some debauchery. And uh, we should have started the show at eight o'clock. <laughs> like not a moment. Oh, it's seven fifty four, and uh, if you are a podcast listener, I strongly <laughs> encourage find the video you to never watch the video because uh, you're going to just be troubled by all of it. Um, Danny's got shredded hamstrings. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Earlier he was standing there with one shoe on. I was like, and it's just gotten worse. <laughs> hey, Dakota, oh. do I smell good? Can you smell me real quick? <laughs> it's not like chewing tobacco. Fuck. 
like wintergreen. Well, that is what I chew. No, I ran out of deodorant earlier this morning and I went and got any. So after I showered, I just bathed myself in Axe. <laughs> so, I think so Katie's going to find me irresistible. It's like you were 16 again. Yeah. Probably the same can of Axe you've had since you were 16. All right. I haven't bought a no can one of ever, Axe in a like long time. It's like Worcestershire sauce. No one ever has to buy a second one. I go through one a month. All right. I got to go. Worcestershire all nice the time. seeing you guys. Wait, we're going to need to stop to take a picture. One group picture. We're going to push. We're going to leave the show going. But we're we, literally, we, we don't have to. <laughs> we're literally going to take. We have to do the picture. <laughs> no, off. no, no. All right. We're going to continue on. Chase, goodbye. It's so ba- It looks like a baby's arm holding an apple. <laughs> Danny, will you quickly take a picture from over there before, before Chase leaves? And we'll use that one. <laughs> I'm not good. He, if he takes a picture, I'm not looking at. I'm not making eye contact. He's looking. Oh, I knew it was going to be a bit of a mess. <laughs> you want me to come? <laughs> I want you to hand that to Danny. Danny, you stay behind the camera, and we'll let. Uh, <laughs> we'll let. How are you ever going to leave? <laughs> There's, there are children at the other end of the video, so please stay behind the camera. We're, we're smiling for the picture. <laughs> this, is, this is only going to get worse. In front of the camera. <laughs> we're, we're taking this picture. Great radio wow all right <laughs> dakota <laughs> took one for him <laughs> he just walked all the way up oh my god all right so chase thank you you're awesome we love you um <laughs> it's off so something oh it's so horrible everything has gone so horribly pull okay. the cord through and you'll have it all right so do the notes. I got I got challenged and and said I can't be a libertarian anymore. Uh, Dakota, Cade, anybody that's listening, because I got the shot. I have to turn I have to turn in my card because I I got the uh, I got the COVID shot. Is that is it too political now? Been praying for this thing for a year, uh, hoping it was going to happen, and now that it's here, I shouldn't have done it because uh, because uh, it, it's not good. <laughs> Dakota, can you compose yourself? Are I you have, alive? I haven't looked up there. <laughs> I don't know what's happened since I took the glass. <laughs> I don't. I don't look up there. It's fine. <laughs> I am trying to host a podcast. And you guys just aren't helping. If okay. this is your first episode watching Boss Hog of Liberty, this is not the normal podcast. Please tune again next week for normal for our normally oh. scheduled program. I will say next week for it's going to be a family show. It's going to be Brittany Dickin, uh, and Aaron Dickin, no, <laughs> um, and Carrie Barrett. We're going to talk yeah. about Newcastle Downtown, and it's going to be great. It's a children's author. It's the first time we've ever had a children's author on. It's going to be a great. Is there going to be a great yeah, family? Is there going to be? Is there going to be? A, yeah. <laughs> He's like, be, he's like Bill Goldman, like 500 feet of several types of buildings and the people. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> one question I did want to ask is I know that Zach's been listening for a long time. Cade, you've been listening for a really long time. Have it, have you gone back and listened to any of like the very first episodes that we've done? I have. I've gone back and listened to uh, the first the, the, the five the first eight, five or six, seven, eight of them. We're finding our way. I think after about episode four, we finally started to figure out what we were going to be. Uh, I distinctly remember. I think Jesse, you were there on the very first episodes, uh, recording in yep, my office was. upstairs and by the pool. And you did some poolside episodes, but we did we we started on paper plates. We just had a couple of themes, and I wrote them on paper plates. Oh, I don't remember. That. There were no show notes. There was nothing. We were just figuring it out as we go. <laughs> don't look up there, Zach. That's the key. I have it. I'm doing. Don't real, look up there. I'm doing real good. <laughs> He's taking a selfie. He's taking a selfie. Remember in Patreon when you said the lighting and you just don't feel good about your body? He needs, Somebody doesn't have that he doesn't, problem. He doesn't have the proper downlight. Uh, so, paper play. He just sent it to me on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> The best part is the bow tie. <laughs> and, and Christy Avery asked if he still had the bow tie on. I was like, just. Just. <laughs> Around. I mean, Ada won't we say we could swear, but I don't think we can. I, don't, I, think I don't think we can ever do what he's yeah. talking about. I think we get deep platform faster. 200 than is going to be it. It's going to be over. It's <laughs> a crash and burn. <laughs> we are going to be back to audio only for the rest of our lives. <laughs> we would we would go from in our safe little thing to getting deplatformed faster than Spangle. Dear leader would be like, "What happened to you guys?" And like, "Well, one day, just one, one day episode. in some bow ties." He said, "Can I come sit with you guys? <laughs> Close, please." <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so plates. I, I'm going to say we've come a long way. Our professionalism has gone through the roof. We 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 figured out how to put together a top end show. In the face of adversity, we always answer the bell, Dakota. Through a pandemic, professionalism. Through that, anything that that's good. gone wrong, we've always been able to make it work. Mm-hmm. Yep, we faced some serious adversity. 200 episodes, Dakota. Which one's the most memorable for you? <laughs> this one. <that's- laughs> <laughs> I was going to say this one's going to be mine. <laughs> On what I was going to say, Kane, how are you getting home? Because I don't think he can drive you. <laughs> I don't know. I'll what, hitchhike. What I was going to answer this question with is that I liked the episodes that whenever I was writing the show notes, I had to learn whenever I was doing the research for them. So like. Whenever Steve Horowitz come on, came on and we had to uh, really research a topic because he was an expert in that field, then I really enjoyed those types of episodes. But like, also, on the other hand, basically any episode that Mark Brim has been on has been my favorite. <laughs> and yeah, you still can't get him here. So he's hard to get. Mark is very difficult to book. That's why he's one of my favorites. I was going to say the because epi- he's a he's a special <clears throat> treat, like the kick. You've done some episodes with Mark now, at least one, right? No, he wasn't on with you uh, a couple weeks ago. No, you know, Mark I, I, well, I I've only so I've met Mark once. And the important thing to note is that Mark is only thirty two years old. <clears throat> but I've only met Mark uh, <laughs> once when we were doing like some canvassing or something. So yeah, there's only one Mark Brown. Yeah, and like he was in the back one. seat, and that's all I remember. 
the uh, the, know, I try not to remember Canvas days. The chat room is reminding us how how good the Ghost Pepper episode was. Yeah, how memorable that was. So I have. <clears throat> yeah, that was one of the questions. If you're in the Patre- if you're a Patreon member, then you get access to a, a Patreon group. And I asked today, what are some of our listeners' favorite episodes? And a lot of them happened to say it was whenever we happen to be eating things. <laughs> they do. They do like the the eating. We have two themes on the show, and it's really hot things that put us in pain. Yes, and then. Also, so, pickle flavor things because we, I love pickle. We have done the pickle. You want another pickle beer for your two hundredth episode? Because we got one left. No, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> really hot things that put you in pain. So, Danny. So, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, so L. Dickon, whose uh, mother is going to be on the podcast on next, next week. week. They're having a fundraiser, so I got some things that kind of fit with our eating theme. Okay, in the show, I got. So this is uh, this is not Boy Scout popcorn, Zach. This would be is no. this Girl Scout popcorn? No, it was a school fundraiser. School fundraiser. Okay, not scouting related in any way. Which and I don't know. Habanero. Know this? I don't know how many people know this except for the people that like know my daily life, which would be my one coworker and my wife. But I eat popcorn every day. I love popcorn. It's uh it's one of my favorite foods. I love popcorn as well. I li- I eat a bag of it. Uh, after I work out every day. It's um, a pretty good snack. It's a great snack. It's low in calories. Like, get some Orville Redenbacher Smart Pop. Yep. I got a whole big plastic jar of it at home. Oh, it's so good. And then, uh, yeah, you can dress it up with some things that are like herbs and stuff that are not as bad for you. Yeah. I like not to put some chili this. powder in there. Yeah, chili powder's good. They also have the kettle corn kind, which I get if I'm feeling kind of sweet. I've recently... I uh, love kettle corn. Speaking of popcorn, I've recently done the... Uh, what is it called when you like separate like the the butter and make like ghee? So I made like ghee for the first uh, time. Yeah. So that's apparently that's how like movie theater butter is like the, the ghee essentially of the butter or whatever. I can't remember what it's called. Like there's like a more proper term for it, but I didn't know that. Yeah. <clears throat> so it, clarified butter is that what they say? clarified butter? Yeah. yeah. So is it good? Yeah. Like so you can so you can just put your butter in like a little pot or whatever, and then pull the fat up off the top. And then put that and store that, and you can reheat that butter and use that to pour over. And that's where all the butter flavor comes from. I mean, listen to this. I will congratulate you all because I never thought we were getting this back on track. I'm so proud of you. One and two thirds <laughs> of a cup of this popcorn is only 160 calories. It's so good. Pretty good. Yeah, my official when I was when I was working in the it's office, and I work overtime. My official snack was go back, pop myself a bag of popcorn. I love it. Uh, yeah, but anyway, did I say what kind of popcorn we had? You no, have I, I Texas cheddar habanero. habanero. I, I have Texas cheddar habanero. Uh, I've been trying says, to figure out what put, this one put is. a little bit on each one here, and we'll it try. says we combine our special blend of habanero peppers. You want some? Sure. Uh, with a touch of cheddar, creating the most delicious taste of heat. So, uh, for people who are not listening and they're not sponsors of the show. You can do some school-sponsored popcorn, or if you're ever in the east side of Indianapolis, you can go to, sorry, not thinking, uh, the Cornival Popcorn in the Washington hey, Square up, Mall. Danny? And they have some pretty Hey, Danny Morrill just got here. Too. Hey, where have you been? Oh, I parking cars. <laughs> <laughs> parking cars. The other popcorn I got, if you haven't guessed, is Here's one pickle. more plate for you, Jer. Whoa, well, we're not going to use that one. We Actually, it landed on the right side. You're fine. You'd be fine. You got your COVID vaccine anyway. I got yeah. I'm, I got one in me and uh, one to go. This smells delicious. Just so the listeners know, there's well, a lot of there's, there's a heavy cheese flavor. There's no mistaking the dope the dope pickle one. 
No. Uh, Christopher Staten, would you like some? Uh, no, thank you. I'm I'm doing. Are you also here. not a popcorn guy? Uh it's. Well, are you? What kind of guy? What are do you? you eat? Yeah. <laughs> Tacos. Yeah. Burritos. Well, Here's the Taco Bell. Whoa. There is a heavy dill flavor, no doubt. Yeah. The dills are good. So dills, one of my favorite ingredients. People underuse. Me too. There, there's some like a uh, place in Irvington that did dill fries. We did dill uh, pizza delicious. on here about two months ago. I've, well, one of my favorite pizzas at Giacomo's was a uh, called a Cuban, and they'd used mustard for the base, and then chopped up pickles. It was really good, and then like ham and stuff. It was delicious. As a, As a pizza, I've lost all concept of time and space. That, are we ready for Giacomo's? Thoughts? Was that for the, <laughs> the crust, or was that for the? No, the crust was regular, but you they would do like a uh, like a like a mustard base for the sauce, and then they okay. put ham and like cheese and something else, and then they would cut up pickle and like throw a pickle on it and bake it. Yeah, I'm sure that kick. was great. It was it's wonderful. Is so it good you, to mix the habanero with the pickle? That's up to you. Don't man. ever put your pickle in a hot pot, place, man. No, that's up to him. Don't tell him what that's to my do. Pickle. You own your body. Exactly. I'm going to grab a second water because I'm a wuss and I should have eaten the pop ones first. Wow, those are hot. If there's extra water, Zach, please bring one. There should be a whole case of it over on the table. Well, it's it's running low. Be a good appetite suppression snack. Pickles are really good for that. Yeah, they are. Darren Jacobs actually told us that. Darren, if you don't know, has lost a a bunch of weight. Mm -hmm. He's half of the man he was when he started. How do I buy this? You call Aaron um, Dickin. The um, the fundraiser's over. Well, because Audrey got upset with me because I was like, "My popcorn's here in the mail," and she's like, "I love popcorn," and I was like, "Not for you, not this popcorn." I didn't get any for you. <laughs> Can't yeah. believe she didn't just show so up. I was now. like, she's like, ah, she's like, really, this really sucks, and I was like, Can we find oh, out I'll just get on the website and get it? you some. This fundraiser is ended. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, if you're selling popcorn, call Jesse. It's hard to keep up with all the fundraisers kids are doing now. This is what it appears as though you can go to the website, pop and popcorn, and you can order everything that you want. Is that true? Uh, I'm looking. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm amazed at some of the stuff now that like flavoring stuff. My wife got chips that were like prime rib and horseradish, I think. And I was like, these can't be good. And they weren't. Somebody might eat them. It's like the horseradish, though, came through very strong. It's like, how do they make this taste like something it's very clearly not? Like, this is prime rib and horseradish out of a lab, but they're doing a pretty good job. Right. One so how, how far do you think they are away from making that a delicious meal without having to spend $40? And you can just yeah, do $3 it worth It probably of could do it now. It's just whether or not you're going to throw a, great, a third eye. This is a great idea right now. We're going to pull the room. A fancy, de- you said a delicious meal, Danny. So a delicious meal or a, an expensive dinner is $40. What's a, what's an expensive going out dinner to you? A, a, a good out dinner. Price. Per head? Yeah, per person, per plate. $75 a person is 75? expensive to me. Like that's, that's a fancy meal. Normal. Because if is, Mark Brim was here, he'd say $7.99. Normal <laughs> to me would be 12 to $18 a person. And then, yeah, expensive would be about 75 bucks a head. Cade? Yeah, I guess normal would probably be 20, 20 to 30 bucks a person. Yeah. You go to Peach King, it costs you like 38 a yeah. person. Yeah. 
expensive would probably be a hundred dollars a head. Yeah. Uh, Staten. Yeah, um, I'd say probably normal for us is about fifteen to twenty bucks for just a regular meal for us, but um, seventy-five, eighty, probably the expensive side if we don't drink beer or if we don't drink anything. Jesse, what is it? Uh, is that consistent with you? <laughs> are, are you a? Uh, do you ever go out for an eighty-dollar dinner? <clears throat> or are you I just mean, I go out for a thirty-dollar dinner every night? Well, I went out this week and had myself a fifty-dollar dinner by myself. But I would say like 80 is definitely reaching where I'm like, yeah, we're probably overpaying. Yeah. 80. You're like, I'm like, Dakota, there's no stripping. I don't know what you're taking any clothes off on this show. You'll, you might you'll derail everything. It's too hot. You might influence <laughs> other people. But yeah, no, I think 80 bucks is reaching the line of where I've never had any food that I think is worth $80. And I think that's my problem. Oh, I have. But- I don't eat seafood though. So, and that, I think that's where a lot of money can get spent and I don't do it. I don't eat it. Like, but have you ever had a meal that you would have gone hungry without and not spent $80 no. if you were super hungry? Exactly. No, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I would. If I'm hungry and like. Like I, shit, we're getting weird. Yeah. We're just going to make some. We're going to buy some food. This really here's, a, here's what I think is worth an $80 meal. To me, it's something that I can't cook myself in any capacity. That's almost every meal for me. <laughs> I don't know how to make a cheesy, a beefy cheese burrito. So I can't $80. even make this popcorn. A, a steak of popcorn. Fucking good like, popcorn. A steak going to Ruth's Chris, St. Elmo's. If I buy a, a filet mignon from, An LNK from, from mignon. Yeah. From LNK, from the fresh counter at Knightstown, wherever. Only from a, LNK. A piece of good, fresh beef. And I grill it, reverse sear it. Then. And top it off with a pat of butter. It's just as good as Roos Chris or Saint Elmo. Sure. Yeah, but do you make a good lemon drop? Because I know the lemon drop you can get down well, at the. Uh, well, that's what he's, I think that's Saint what he's Elmo's. getting at, though. But where, what I'm getting at is like what I was talking about earlier with the, the veal tongue. I wouldn't even know where to begin in cooking veal tongue, but if I go to a, a nice fancy restaurant, I know I'm going to spend fifty or sixty dollars a person on the meal then it's absolutely worth it to me to try something like that. Cooking veal is actually uh, what I've learned from watching MasterChef is that it's really hard to actually cook. So I know there's probably people around here that can cook it well because we do a lot of veal, but. Well, and once again, I'm going to plug Carnegie's because the chef down there, he owns a restaurant, but he also um, trained in Florence, Italy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like a, he's a, yeah, he's a real chef. Right, he's a, he's been trained properly trained. Yeah, so <laughs> his beer, my, his beer list is terrible, but everything else yeah, is great. Beer list isn't great, but the reason I go there is because I know that his special is going to be something different and unique that I can't get anywhere else. Right, I go there for his nightly special. Yeah, to be like, what is what's going to be on here? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I've, I've never been there yet. It's I'm actually, pretty passionate. It's on about my list about it. Yeah. It's too, it's too expensive for me to go very often because I'm a middle class person. Yeah. I, got, I got the vaccine. That was me spit, uh, sneezing the sneezing the virus out. Good, good. I expelled it. This popcorn, by the way, can we just say is absolutely fantastic. I'm going to yeah. say that Cade wants it more than Danny because I I fed the, I threw did the throw across. By the way, doing it underneath the mic stand impossible. Like uh, I was told, they were converting the doughboy to throw popcorn at the geese. 
I love that. I've idea. heard that rumor. I've heard that rumor. Is that true? I can't not confirm, it's, but you I've have heard to put it. in a quarter and then the doubt boy throws yeah. the popcorn. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah seems yeah. fair. Does it make a loud boom also? Because that would also be a good. If idea. you put ten dollars in, it'll throw a grenade of popcorn. That would be that would be nice. killer. Yeah, you know how long the line would be is to a see real the dough boy feels tossing. Fuck them geese! <laughs> Watch out, kids. Yes, but who gets the money? That's the question. We don't care. We're <laughs> if I could shoot real grenades, I would go broke in a weekend. <laughs> like, screw going to the casinos. This is where I'm dumping my money. So, so what you're proposing, this is this is one of the themes of the Boss Hog Liberty podcast. We're working in here, by the way. Uh, what you're propo- proposing is geese hunting permits at Memorial Park. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Jesse Riddle for county v- commissioner v- next v- time. <laughs> Grenade kills only. It might be very popular. Grenade kills only, though. There's a cannon on the hill that's been fixed up recently. That's what we're talking about, the doughboy, right? So I was say, we're saying that you put money in the doughboy to shoot popcorn, yeah. and then if you put in money, it'd shoot a grenade, a popcorn I, of 10 bucks. I said for 40 it would shoot a real grenade. <clears throat> and then we could load the cannon with nails <laughs> and go that route. Do not send your children to the park anymore. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's let's start to wind this up a little bit. It's eight fifteen. We get uh, we get we want to keep this somewhat brief tonight because it's been a very non traditional <laughs> episode. Obviously, uh, what have been our favorite episodes? Everybody in here has been been a part of this show for a long time. Some since the very beginning. Zach's got a totally different view of it, uh, having watched the you know, about forty of the first episodes from across uh, a, a road somewhere south, somewhere north or south of Q. Uh, I guess north of Q. Um, Zach, what? What's what's formative? What what's been your favorite so far watching this? Oh yeah, the the uh, the peppers episode was pretty hilarious, and it was odd for me because yeah, I was watching it and I knew it was going on across the street, which was kind of hilarious. Um, it was interesting just back in the day just to see all the the people coming through, seeing Jonathan Lamb's truck roll into the into the neighborhood, and just see all these people. I was like, this is so weird. All these people are rolling through our neighborhood. Um, and then yeah, Mark Brim episodes were great. I really the first Travis Wyke episode, and there's one I can't remember if it was the first or second where he brought different hats for the different. <laughs> he, here, second, he wore different yeah. hats. Yeah. Yeah. His first he, episode, he was, he was like an hour and a half late. Mm-hmm. We were trying to wrap up, and he would have here no, no part of no it. part. Of, yeah, it was. I think it was like the longest episode. It was Darren Jacobs. Yeah, that we were done. We were like, all trying to be done. I think we we're at my poolside. Maybe was that a poolside episode? It was like three and a half hours yeah, long. We were desperate to be done, and then Travis rolled in, Just and he wanted to stop. Entire, and it was it was, it was a, a doubleheader, and it was hilarious. It was like, you know, thank God Dakota wasn't married yet because he would have been in trouble. <laughs> that one, Darren stay. You say it was a Darren? No, no, no. no. Darren, it Darren, it was Darren. No, I said to Darren stay. Darren left early. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I it was, was basically like doing crazy. two episodes in one. That's fine. Yeah, it was pretty hilarious. Because Travis, Travis is a great guy. Yeah, he just was not having a part of that, and he like left a hat here. Because he brought all his hats, um, so it's hard for me. Someone like they start, especially when I started hanging around, they start blend all together. Because I'm kind of scrambling around sometimes. Try, try remembering all 200 you've been a part of. Yeah, and I've listened to all. I listened or watched all of them. How did uh, you guys? How did you two? Hey, uh, Annie over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice of you to join us. Welcome. Uh, sir. I was I was busy doing calisthenics. How did? Uh, Jared and Jeremiah meet. How did Jared and Jeremiah meet? Zach. I want to hear Zach answer that. I mean, I can't even quite remember, but I think it was just from him hanging around. Being across the street. Being across the street. Yeah. Because I would like, I would walk over, talk to Dakota, and then I figure out they were doing the podcast and I would listen to it. 
And so then they would come outside and be hanging out sometimes after the shows would be over and I'd pop outside and, you know, talk about what I'd, you know, things I liked and stuff like that. And so I'd chit chat with them. And then at some point, uh, Jeremiah figured out I liked IndyCar and then it was on. No. So, well, I always find this kind of thing being interesting when I listen to podcasts of how people met and how they got involved. Obviously, Jeremiah and I are brothers. Yeah, um, quite some time now. Is that yeah. how you guys met? Like 35 yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. It's been, listen, Jesse, I had the top bunk. Yeah. I was with him through puberty, oh. and I felt that. I felt like shape. I've been with you through puberty. <laughs> well, that wow. I, I'm a late, I, I I'm also, a late bloomer. I also went through Danny and his "I'm not throwing anything away" phase, and there was a point in time when the top bunks were split, and the mice were just living under his bed. Well, I, we, we okay. So <laughs> you and you and Jesse, Jeremiah, how'd you guys meet? Uh, I I believe our parents told us we had to be friends. I'm trying to think. How did we meet? I think I met. Your it's been. Mo- I it's met been. Mo- it's well, been. I met, well no, over I met 10 your years. mom and dad before I met you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because it was all the well, libertarian party stuff. Your pops passed away. Yep, a little over a year ago. Uh, yes, a year and a half yeah. ago. I'm super sorry for your loss. Thank you. And I hope that you've been able to. <laughs> Wow, find this something. Is, this is not the best. No, <laughs> no, I know that's super sad. There's nothing to say that is is comforting. But this is the part. This is the part where if you were listening to Bob and Tom, you'd hear the producer hit the button and say, "There's nothing funny down that road." Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, sorry about that, Jesse. We're good. So let's let's talk about. Your memorable episodes. You were in the very formative early on stuff. I just said this was it. This is it. And then uh, other other uh, one through one ninety nine are the only eligible ones. <laughs> and then we're gonna get back to you. We're gonna talk about your memorable ones in a minute. No, I'm angry now. <laughs> <laughs> right, do you have more? Do you have more? I mean, this kind of reminds yes. me of some of the early Tanner Purdue episodes too. <laughs> You kind of had to lie. There's like some. No, I was like, I don't think that, I don't think you should be. No, and they're like, and that's when everything turned into brisket. Everything like the entire time we lived. I forgot you about smoke the it for stuff. 13 hours. I forgot about and the then you stuff. wrap it. Brisk, brisket wireless. Brisket wireless. Yeah, that was probably that was were pretty funny. Just. <laughs> Just we still call it brisket wireless, and I am still a happy st- customer. Thanks, Tanner. To me. Tanner has moved on to other other employment, <laughs> but I am a brisket wireless uh, customer. So is Jesse. So my I, entire I was a brisket wireless my wife, customer before yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to convince you to become a brisket it's working wireless great. customer. It's a great service. It's working well. As long as you can deal with eight meg speed, you're fine, and I I get along just fine. I'm a super user, and I get I get all I need. So you were anyway, Jesse. You Can were here. You were here early on. Probably for the first 20 or 30. And then in the last 10 to 15 episodes, you've been a regular contributor again. Yeah. You had you had a gap there, but we're back. Well, for a while. We've re- renegotiated your contract and you're, you're back. We're going to start taking breaks, but yeah. <laughs> My Thursday nights are pretty sacred, but I, you know, I've allocated some time here. These have been fun. I've just been playing footsie with Zach for a while. Well, I'm just watching because every time he rocks this way, I can see his, I can see his mic cord. He's about ready to almost, take out. He's about ready to take the board off. There's no fun here. There's and no he's, fun he's, here. He's rolling through an entire, his I'm a chairs, everything's going to go off the air in a minute. He's yeah. Sorry. All right. But yeah, Danny, uh, what, what memorable ones did you have? 
Danny and Dakota are sharing, and it's a mess over here. A lot of popcorn crumbles on it. Uh, no, I I enjoyed. You have to talk into the mic, or you're going to start sounding like a county commissioner, man. <laughs> I enjoyed actually speaking speaking of commissioner. I enjoyed the one with Butch Baker a lot. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, this has been absolutely a joke for me and <laughs> a joy. Uh, it, <laughs> multiple people can say why, but I, I mean, it's just cool to to share and join and help out the community and just have fun. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it has been. I've enjoyed we'll call it Cade, we'll call it playing with elected officials that have been on here because we've had really very real conversations. But in this show, especially as we've had candidates on and, and elected officials, getting them to go beyond the comfort zone of these are the issues we're talking about, learning their personalities and learning how they think. And I think this show has been a, a way into that and to create a long form conversation with them to actually develop relationships and show our listeners, how they how they actually operate. I think that's very accurate. Most people forget that <laughs> the people people that are in charge are still humans, and they don't they don't realize. That, don't, no, don't, okay. I was I thought Dakota's going to co-host again. Thank God. What I was going to say was that it was something that I I I've thought about a lot as the podcast has evolved into what it is now. How it went from, it started out, we didn't know what we were doing, so it had to be an interview show so that we became more comfortable behind the mics. And then after that, we went through a period where it was kind of like we were this, uh, we were covering politics, local politics, really hardcore, and super magnifying glass on it. We were trying to catch anything wrong that a local politician did. Well, at the same time, we were also constantly doing interview shows. So we were always talking and meeting with the people that we were talking to. And you realize they're human. And we just have a system that happens to be a good system. But because it's ran by humans, it is flawed in the most human ways. And there needs to be some grace there whenever you're dealing with local politicians, especially because they're... They're just normal people. They're normal people who have, no matter what disagreement you have with them, it's a normal person who cares about their community, so they decide to try to step up and fill a role and do something about the issues that they care about. Whether you disagree, and we've had those disagreements very publicly on the show many times, but at the core of it, that's what it is, and you have to respect the person for stepping in to try to do something about an issue that they care about. So even though you might you might look at the person and go, uh, I don't know that I like the reason that you're in the position that you're in, but at the base level, there has to be a certain amount of respect. And I think that we came to the conclusion of not being that kind of a show anymore. It was kind of it wasn't even something that we talked about. We're never like, we've never been a we want to catch anybody with something show. It's always been conversational and and trying to was, here's here's where we come from. Let's understand the folks that are on the other side. And we've talked yeah. to libertarians, Democrats, independents, Republicans. We've talked to people from in, 
everywhere from Janine Lee Lake to Jim Lucas have been on this show, and we've had a great time with all of them. Right, for the entire political spectrum has been has been a part of the Boston Liberty community, yeah. and we come at, we come from it from a very libertarian mindset, uh, drifting in and out of libertarian party politics and just into in, into our own thought process and back and forth. But we've we've been very conversational with people across the the entire sk- uh, gamut, and anybody that's been on our ballots or or affects the people of our community has been in the conversation essentially always. Our catch-all has been that we are anybody, anything that we find interesting. So we can do whatever the hell we want to on the show. That's the, that's the trick of it. Yeah, I've, I've always looked at it like getting people past the yard signs. You know, when we have these elections and we have people that look for positions of power and issues that we have in our community and then spreading the information that we get, you know, whether it's from the people who are involved directly. Um, any any issue that we've had, the, the wind farms was a big thing. Doughboy was a big thing. Things like that, you know. All the thank God we solved all those issues. Right. But I'm <laughs> thinking went on forever. So, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's when I tuned out of this episode. I was like, this stuff just keeps going. I, this on may or may on. not. This may or may not be uh, breaking news. But I do know that the Transalta, the current owners of the Big Blue River Wind Farm, they have sent letters to all the contract holders that terminate that say they're going to terminate the project completely, mainly due to public response. The Big Blue Wind Farm project. Yep. Yeah, they, yeah, that's been, yeah, that's a formality, I would say. (laughs) But that's been, that's been an issue that we've had locally. Yep. That has been pretty big on this for years podcast. Years. Now can we officially say wind is dead? Check. check It's been pretty windy lately though. Right. Don't tell, don't tell an anti-wind person that because they'll tell you it's never dead. It's it's interesting. Like I, because this show, I started going to city council meetings and you get to wait. We're the reason why you started going to city council meetings. Yeah, all right. right. Now you just before hey, that, we, I was we, like, oh, "I'll go see what's done. going on." And it's local politics is really it is fascinating. What are you running for, Zach? Nothing. I can't run for anything. <laughs> <laughs> still, still, still legally uh, can't do anything. I can run for school board, but I don't go to school board meetings. So that's yeah, nonpartisan. Um, that's yeah. It's the only one I could legally run for. Um, but you do you meet people, and some of the people you see people on, online. It's a lot of keyboard uh, cowboys, and they like to accuse everybody of everything they say every politician's lying in their pockets and if you go to meetings you figure out that they're all almost all of them care i mean there's some of them that i'm like i don't know why some you're feel here. more like seat fillers and yeah. others feel like they're really trying and but and you in like that name almost everybody that shows up to the means they all care they're trying to do something and i it helps i think honestly i feel more positive about my community seeing the people that are doing things and some people i i know i don't agree with them politically um, necessarily or agree with everything they want to do, but I wouldn't necessarily vote against them because I know that they're at least they have ideals and they're sticking with them. And um, I trust them to make good decisions. We might not think the same things on everything, but yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah. But I started going to meetings just because of this show and it's more people should, because they'd have a better idea of how their government works. Yeah, I think it's something we've always said is that people need to get involved in their local government just to get kind of an experience of it because <clears throat> there is like a uh it's not as like man behind the curtain as most people think it is it's it's definitely happening. not on the local level yeah congress the, congress yeah, yeah, sucks, yeah, yeah. but at the I'm local t- level on the local level where you can actually change shit but um you know i i think we've made some and like again like we i feel like we as a like in the party sense locally made a lot of influence and have made a lot like we're you know i don't think if we never push the idea of having um having cameras and stuff 
I don't think that they ever would have done it. I, I mean, like COVID was a thing, but like before COVID, they were looking into it and they were working. Yeah, on we. It. I mean, it, COVID exacerbated we have the, the drum speed. for four years of getting high quality audio video equipment <clears throat> at every public meeting. Yeah. So and I, now every politician, every elected official says, "Yes, we're doing it." Not there yet, but we've spent the money on the equipment. Right. It's imminent. Yeah, I think they and. Like you get a bump shoulders with these people. You kind of talk to them like off camera or off microphone or whatever. And, you know, and kind of get their real sense of who they are. And that that's a pretty cool experience. And it kind of changes who I, how I feel about them. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I definitely, it's cool that you actually started going because of the show though. That's cool. That's a, that's a big win for you guys. Producer Chris, what, uh, what's memorable for you? Uh, let's see. Two years ago, December 24th, I was in a garage. <laughs> shorts and a t-shirt. This is a Patreon episode. Yes, this is. Oh, the role. Because, because you were talking smack. <laughs> I, yes. And I, American hero, Chris Guffey. I continue to talk smack, just not to his face. <laughs> <laughs> I learned my lesson. So, yeah, that's probably one of my favorite things. And then, obviously, getting me involved in local politics, very much like Zach. So much so that I actually ran for city council and, and, you know, I nearly won your life almost changed. I know you couldn't live in Daleville. I now think about it and, you know, in a weird way, I guess God had a different plan for me and pushing me somewhere else that I needed to be at the time. Daleville. So. The people of Delaware County need you. <laughs> Daleville, a place you go to on purpose for, the, for bird smokehouse. That's it. That's, hey, God. we are getting a Starbucks. That's, well, that's I mean, Newcastle had one once. Let's see how long yours lasts. Well, no, that's actually like, that's actually really. I mean, that's a pretty cool aspect of Newcastle. Actually, you guys suck and got a Walmart, but the uh, you guys did kick a Starbucks out, which is pretty cool. They did, I, they, I, did, they did jack everybody's property taxes, evidently, because they overpaid for their property and it ran up the estimates. Oh, wow. so, like, everybody's property taxes went up for a few years. Yeah, we did run Starbucks out. Aaron Dickin reminds us that we got involved with him. Uh, when he tried to ban public smoking in the park, <laughs> in the parks, <laughs> and he got in two, the park or and, just in general, uh, in the public, in public spaces in the park, and uh, he got double barrels of boss hog, and it was a it was a whole thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm still glad we can't smoke here, but not necessarily because of the law. Now, smoking is one of my uh, one of my favorite boss hog liberty moments, and I don't know if from the back porch if Zach caught this or not, but Dakota's going to remember it for me. Um, Justin Stevens of Americans for Prosperity was on the show and he forgot his laptop. And there was a time where after the show, we would still like each other, Dakota, and we would be social and would maybe have a beer on the back porch with your fiance, Audrey, uh, back when you're dating that girl. And uh, we, we maybe would smoke a cigarette or some sort of tobacco product, always tobacco products on the back porch. Uh-huh. And he came back and he had forgotten his laptop. And we were like, yeah, the front door's unlocked. Come on in. And because we were libertarians, he just assumed that it was never tobacco product. He assumed he caught all of us smoking weed on the back porch. And I'm the world's worst libertarian because I've never touched it in my life. Literally never. I, You know, whatever. So, but it was hilarious because he I was get, like, oh, I, I get drug tested by the feds. Yeah. It's not worth it. No. I can't find my job in Newcastle. I have to, uh, I have to be the straight arrow. You have to go to Delaware. County. Yeah, well, I mean, I, East Central Indiana. I've got randoms. Yeah. 
So anyway, that's that's one of my any other customer moments. any other customer, but sorry, listeners. Uh Danny, work. your aunt Martha has self invited herself to a June event. Uh, she says she's going to be coming to town uh, in mid June and wants to uh, wants to come in here on that Thursday night, similar to what cousin what's Donnie did. Uh, so yeah. uh, what's happening in June? Oh, I'm getting married. Danny's getting married again. Danny is getting married. Oh, oh, oh Danny's getting married. Yes, I didn't get invited. That's cool. Well, huh, I mean, whatever. It's, it's tough, man. This one's, this one's not at the Spice and oh, Church. Hey, Danny, none of these people realize how tough it is to plan for this. Nobody can also hear Danny, so you yeah. need to Because none of us around. have ever gotten married. No, no, not in this pandemic. <laughs> not during this pandemic. It sucks. <laughs> There's three people probably in here that were invited to the wedding. And I wish it was all of them. It just—it's a tough time. Oh, it is. I think you've that made tonight like special enough for everybody. Yeah. I, I think everybody's seen all they need to see of you tonight, Forever. and they're probably good. <laughs> 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 nope, they haven't. I tell you, they haven't. All right. Danny did send me a message this week asking about his wood. Before the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've done enough tonight. I think we need no, to do final thoughts. No, time out about the wood. We need to do final what thoughts. What did you think about it? <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I think I sent you a message back that said, your wood looks very good. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to work our way into final thoughts. Producer Chris, 200 episodes. You're with us tonight. I don't know how many more we got you for, but we have you tonight. Thank you for being here. What do we need to cover? Uh, let's see. So, Cade's, I, I'm assuming it's your stepmom that runs the Kit and Christy Coger Facebook page? Yeah. Uh, different family. Oh, different family? Okay. <laughs> well, the real Coger farmer said we should include local business owners on episodes. Right. And that'd be great. Maybe we can get a real farmer in here someday. Yeah. Hey, we had but, Craig Armstrong. I don't know what else you want. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we can't use that as the standard bar. We had Mark Wedding. <laughs> we had Craig Armstrong. I see all now those people. We've had, we have Cade. Now oh, we just need Cade. Jeff Poff, and it's complete. No, I think you could just. I don't think Jeff the, Poff uh, can do radio. There, you say you have an Armstrong? Did you do an Armstrong? Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one out of Kennard? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, go down the list of like the farm people that get all the subsidies and just start talking Because <laughs> <laughs> Armstrong gets a fuck time. <laughs> That's all I got. Well, I don't know anything about it. I just know when I look at the list, Armstrong is on the list. At the top. At the top. Hey, all these farmers are what make me. Make it's me an money. alphabetical they, order. They pay my salary. <laughs> Jesse, I assure you it was not alphabetical Jesse, order. Jesse, you, you've been plumbing this week. Is there anything else we need to know? Uh, anything you got to promote? Well, I was going to say, there's no Last wood. time you sold My wood stickers. wasn't good, so I had my wood chipped. And sent off. I had to cut you down. You did a tree have a tree cut week. down. You couldn't get Impa to pay for it. You had to pay for it yourself. Impa would not pay for my tree. So if you live in the nice tent area and there is a uh, line coming from a pole to your house, you are responsible for that line, and that's bullshit. But I don't think that's, that's true. true. I think you are the only one that bought. You, you didn't fight City <clears> Hall. Well, let's grab some shovels, a pitchforks, and some fire, and let's go to. Impa. I work in this industry, <laughs> and I'm telling you, I told I, you, dude. I know. What well, you want to come to cut? You should have come cut down my tree. I would give you like six hundred bucks. That would have saved me a lot of money. You should have cut it down, let it hit the freaking power oh, line, and called it good. <laughs> well, walked away. Sorry, I, it fell. I'm part cyborg, so I have to. I rely on a machine to sleep. So you would have made a lot more than six hundred dollars if you had done that. I'm just telling you. I know. It's all taken care of. I did have to plumb. 
Poor Zach's brother wouldn't have a job. Well, he doesn't work on that. Bankrupt the oh. whole company. Hey, if you were trying to take down a tree, you should have just got Danny's neighbor. She could have taken it down for you. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give Danny a microphone. I forgot about that. Yeah. Zach, you got anything for us? We're going camping tonight. Yeah. I'm going to be your oh neighbor. It's, it's snowing. snowing today, though. <laughs> it is snowing. I looked out my window. I'm like, this is bullshit. It is snowing. This is the greatest April Fool's joke ever. It's spring and it's snowing. Um, I know one of the things that popped up, we ran out of time because so many distractions was like a dream episode. I think a great guy to have on here would be Doug Bowles. Um, he kind of weaves in a bunch of stuff for us because he's worked in politics. He's worked at the track and he does killer interviews. I, I will preview that uh, April 22nd, we have John Orovitz coming on the show. Yeah. He's formerly of ESPN. And if you want to talk about politics and motorsports, we are going to have the ultimate conversation with John. It's gonna no. be. <laughs> it's gonna be about. I'm not the, gonna uh, be here, so it's gonna be about. about it's gonna be about the Facebook status that uh, that Zach made tonight, saying that the 1996 US 500 was the superior race. When did I say that? It's yes. on your Facebook. It's on your Facebook. Oh, somebody was in here when I. <laughs> That's what I was like. Ugh. I walked in. I walked in and I saw Guffy sitting at the computer. I was like. <laughs> I leave that thing logged in. <laughs> not I only, had to worry about not it. Not only that, so we we made a post and I said make the post and then unfollow the post so he doesn't get any of the no. notifications. <laughs> so all That's that there magic was, there was a happen. lot of complicity. And That's then you were logged out of the out of Facebook, which is probably why you weren't available anywhere wherever it was. Well, oh no, over there there was uh, somebody logged the code out and there was somebody else logged in who I have never known in my entire. <laughs> I was like, I don't know who this is and how she's logged in on this laptop. But, um, no, yeah, just this, this, this show has been fun because I've gotten to meet, like I don't, without the show, I, I would a, never met people like Betsy Mills from the Henry County or, Chamber of Commerce. I met new Aaron Dickin. Is that who that was? It was yeah, logged in on yeah, that. Yeah. And, uh, see, so yeah, meeting all the people that are local, like Betsy's awesome. You never would have met Danny. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> I'm going to do my, I'm going to do my, I don't drink, but I might go back to my camper and drink just to try and black out and see if I can, I don't know how many beers it'll take. He's going to take a forget-me-not yeah, yeah, tonight and just get, get in a forget-me-not loop just trying, trying to, to forget try, I'm just going to try and forget April 1st, 2021. I, I think I'm going to use like a neti pot and just drain my eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just experienced my entire childhood childhood yeah well it explains so many you things you got it you just you i i you and your brother have more togetherness than my <laughs> my brother and i have and, and we you guys twins. shared a womb we shared a womb yeah i didn't see no. that much of my brother <laughs> <laughs> i love it Cade, buddy you get to ride home with him with danny <laughs> ride home with him <laughs> i hope you grab the wheel uh, it's if, a you guys, shift. if you guys haven't seen uh we're selling our beef down at thousand degree now they've got a pizza named after us uh it's the rancher and nice. they've got a sandwich named the cattleman um and then you can Delicious. you can also get our products at sparky's dog house and the elks in newcastle elks 484 yep some proud members at this table by the way and then oh, we're still if you, we're if still you selling, haven't joined yet. You probably should. Anybody that's listening, we're still selling beef retail down there on three two. So if you if you need any, anything at all, we can get you set up. We're also selling quarter beefs now. Well, wait a minute. Now, last I checked, you guys were out for like nineteen months on beef. The cow I was going to buy wasn't even <laughs> born Listen, yet. It's every, it's everyone else's excuse. COVID had a setback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, we're hamstringed by the by the government with You're USDA. Beef stringed. Yeah, yeah, beef strong. Beef strong, get- but we're, we're caught up now. We've got stuff on hand. I can buy beef today. Today, yeah. I 
That's what I want to hear. Yep. So that's what I want to hear. Buy local, support local. All right. Uh, I hate to do this, but Danny, do you have any final thoughts? <laughs> I felt like he's had an entire episode of final thoughts. No, I, I, I think no. This looks very presidential. It's, it's very presidential. Two I've had a solid night. I don't know what you want out of me. I I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I'm not gonna lie. I thought you got us in the first half. <laughs> I I can take more clothes off. <laughs> I don't think you. I don't think it's nice. I don't think you're no, I, bow tie man. He technically can. He technically can. He could have taken off a bow tie. A bow in tie. all honesty, I Jer, I'm super proud of you. You guys have done good. Jer, <laughs> Dakota, you've done awesome. I, you've wrangled. <laughs> One of the mics. <laughs> It, this this episode has okay. this this show has been no I about us learning about the sh- about the community, but it's also been about a number of friendships and growing those on the show. So learning about the inner crevices. You, you of listen of us. to Dakota and I. Even learned, though I wasn't, Dakota learned to hate me over two hundred episodes. Even though I wasn't invited to Danny's wedding uh, this time, and I <laughs> honestly, what I'm most proud of is Chris taking his wife's name. <laughs> that's the, that's the thing you're taking like away. That's incredibly cool. Thank you. And I'm proud of you, buddy. I love you. Out of everything, <laughs> I think that's the coolest thing. Are you going to take Josie's name? Are you going to be Danny Thompson? That's a pretty no, cool name. There's there's no way I'm going to do that. I want to <laughs> He has the moral family crest tattooed on his body. <laughs> I am actually going to update we all my phone <clears throat> with <laughs> Danny Thompson <laughs> right now. I mean, above all else, Chris, that's that's super awesome. I mean that. Dakota. Thank you. What do you got, buddy? I'm happy we've made it to 200 episodes. Um, whenever we Did you have any doubt? Yes. <laughs> when we started this podcast, I never would have thought that it would have gotten this far uh, until I realized who I was getting involved in the podcast world with a relentless SOB who mm-hmm. just doesn't quit. That's your brother. Yeah. Dude, I- <laughs> we keep the train He's on tracks, the buddy. Mic, so we can't really hear him. If there's um, ever a documentary, I'm going to be. <laughs> <laughs> if, there's, if there's ever a documentary. <laughs> Yeah, Danny would be good for the documentary. I'm nervous to see what the hell he would say. There was a couple of things that we didn't touch on that were in the show notes, and one of those things was like, what is our dream episode? Zach touched on it. He tried. Yeah, I, touched on, yeah, I tried. Maybe I was distracted. Yeah, he said Doug. He said uh, Doug Holes. Doug Bowles. And I was saying there's a joke in there. If but, that guy didn't previously dig Bowles, I don't know if he deserves the name Doug Bowles. What I was going to... Uh, what I was going to say is that all these episodes that I've been involved with have been fun. That's the number one thing that we strive to do with the podcast is make sure that we have a good time whenever we sit down at the table. Because if we're not having a good time whenever we do it, then it's going to show to the audience. And we want to make sure that our us having a good time transfers well through the microphones and through the camera and that you guys can feel like you're a part of the conversation. And I think that we've done a good job of that. And I really love where our audience is now. And I know that we've talked to other podcasters and stuff. They always ask about like, oh, like what, what numbers are you getting on your podcast downloads? And like, 
where are your numbers at? How many views do your videos get? Uh, what about, um, how does Fireside track your numbers and things? And I don't, we, neither one of us, we don't, look I will at look it. at our numbers once every three to four months. It's, Is it's not, that's not the driving factor for us. We, have, I, we get audience re- response. I got a message from a patron the other day saying that episode 197 with Billy Cardwell or 198 with Billy Cardwell was the best episode he had heard so far. That's all I needed to hear. If you get a handful of, yes, this was great. You guys were on point. You did a good job. That's all I need. That's yep. all I need here. And it was even better. I don't think Dakota was on that one. So they probably that's probably why they liked it, uh, Jesse. Yeah, probably. Was I on it? Yes. That was the financial episode. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> I was like totally blanking, too. I'm like, I have a hard time remembering names. What stuff. was his name? Billy Cardwell. Billy Cardwell. Bill, yeah. Card. Bill I got, Cardwell. I was just like, who? But yeah, Billy forgot. Yeah, Billy it was, was two weeks ago. Maybe three weeks. I, no, ago. it wasn't. It was like three weeks ago. Yeah. Three weeks. Two ago. weeks ago was I. Well, it was like four. It'd been like four almost. Yeah, it's at this point. It's crazy. Anyway, time flies. The overall reaching point is that I'm really happy with our audience, and I'm happy where the podcast has ended up, to where we're not trying to do something to gain listeners anymore. That's not. That's not what we're doing. Anymore. We're not trying to book guests that have reached great reach for us, right? And. I'm happy with our audience the way it is. If more people want to start listening, that's great. But I want to make sure that they mesh well with the community that we've created. And that's important to me. Yeah. It's a, it's always a conversation. And there are folks that have the opinion of, well, the show needs to go in this direction or the show needs to go in that direction. And as long as the folks that are in this room are on the same train and we, we like the way it's going and we enjoy doing it, then you're going to get a great podcast. I feel like that's the way it works. And also, uh, we should say that it's 200 episodes, and Jeremiah is the only person in the room that's been here for every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have. It's it's uh, yeah. It, uh, I will probably I'll probably be on 201 as well. He said that uh, he, it, it was a few weeks ago. He was like, "I'm not going to be able to make it for Thursday, so we can either skip the week, or you guys can do one without me." And it was like, <laughs> 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 no. That's not happening. Skipping that one. Did you try to yeah. do that for like April Fools? No, I. No, yeah, it was snowing. No, I don't. I don't remember. I think I just threw out there. Hey, I. You know, there's a certain day that I wasn't gonna be able to make happen. So y'all could do either way. You're welcome to do a show without me. Uh, it's very possible. Dakota knows how to do it. He's uh, he's I done tried. plenty. He's done plenty this of stuff a, without me. Well, this is a secret. Um, he, the, the, he secretly the, runs the show. I think it was uh, <laughs> two years ago. I was reading a lot of philosophy books and really getting into stoic philosophy a lot. And I was like, man, I could do a podcast on this because my brain's filled with all this information. I have no one to talk to it about. So I thought I'm going to create a podcast by myself and it's going to be like a 20, because whenever I wake up in the morning, I read uh, a little expert from Marcus Aurelius, the, uh, a Roman emperor. And I thought he's still I'm podcasting. To, yeah. He's immortal. Yeah. So I thought I'm going to create this. I'm going to create a podcast in what I read every day and how I think about it. I'm going to call it the daily stoic. I thought I was like, this is brilliant. I feel like this already exists. So I, you remember this. I started taking home uh, the producer mic and the, the zoom recorder. And after we got done with the podcast every week, I recorded like five episodes in my closet. I would wake up, I'd go in my closet because it was the best sound that I could get in my house. And it was before you guys had these mics, though. It was, no, it was with these mics. Uh, I think you guys had the good. Anyway, I was sorry. like, I was like, this is great. And then I'm like, 
how should I publish this? So I'm like, I'm going to reach out to a, uh, a philosophy influencer on Instagram and see if I can make this happen. And so I sent this long message to a dude and on Instagram about my idea. And I sent him the five episodes and he's like, Hey man, uh, don't want to shoot you down too hard, but there's already a podcast called the daily stoke that does the exact same thing that you're doing and it's hosted by Ryan holiday. And I'm like, Ryan holiday. I've read like four of his books on stoicism. Like this is a famous guy. <laughs> it was really disappointing. Um, I can't, don't even remember where I was going with the story. Oh, the podcast I tried to do by myself was a total failure, so we're not trying that again. <laughs> I have no intentions doing a podcast by myself either, man. I call you my forever co-host for a reason. Um, this has been fun. Uh, it's been fun looking back and uh, also looking forward. It, the question was, is what what's your favorite podcast you've done? And we've done some really fun ones, but next week's my favorite. The next one's always fun, and it is... There's a Saturday Night Live feel to it. You always you watch a documentary and you hear about Saturday Night Live and you have liter- they have no idea how they're pulling together the next episodes the next week. This week it was me asking Dakota at four o'clock, "Hey, dude, where the hell are my show notes at? Do I have to cobble them together or do you have it?" And he had me covered. It was good. We had, they were good. Um, but it's there is a little bit of chaos to making the show happen every week as well, and that's fun. Nice. And we find a way to answer the bell and make it happen. It's the perfect balance of chaos and order. And we know, listen, as far as uh, in the boss hog world right now at this moment, two of the next three guests are booked. So we are in, it is high cotton. With that, we thank you all very much. We're looking forward to episode 201 and beyond. We'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network. And I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, libertarians, independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.